Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, spin his web into a chokehold. Collins Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn of what your man is say? We spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Houghton, Philly West. Reppin' with the legends, classic in the few seconds. In politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 Connection, real people, ain't no scripted, cute call for directions, just team on the grind time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down the greyhound in this, we google spot, anchor podcast pocket this. Welcome to NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. It's Sunday. It's 5 o'clock. Thank you for joining us live today. Colin Alonzo broadcasting from the Bronx and West Philadelphia. As always, thank you. Whether you're listening to the show live as it's happening or whether you download it later on today or any other day, we appreciate you downloading, sharing, subscribing to NYPA Entertainment Radio. It's a lot to get into, a lot to, to discuss. Um, we have a guest calling in live at 6 p.m. today, Eastern Standard Time, um, live from Seattle, um, Seattle born and bred, uh, Papa Black Da Vinci calling in live here at 6 o'clock on NYP and TV Radio. Discuss this track, Wrong ID. We're going to talk about music and, and all that good stuff, West Coast rap and everything. So uh, 6 o'clock. P.M. Eastern Standard Time, Papa Black Da Vinci calling here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Till then, we got a lot of stuff to get into. Um, and as a reminder to that, uh, next week is a new Sunday, a new month. Was that a new playlist? In this particular situation, it's a, a different playlist. It's something called Spotlight Playlist, the first of many called Spotlight Playlist. The Spotlight Playlist. Um, for those who missed out on the last few shows, is is not going to happen every month. It's going to happen every now and then. It's different from in December when we do holiday music or in March when we do uh, all-female playlists due to Women's History Month. This is something where eventually you guys take control of. So what it is, it will spotlight any genre of music, any decade. It could be 90s hip-hop from the East, 90s hip-hop from the West, 90s hip-hop from down south or midwest. It can be a producer. It can be a soundtrack. It can be an artist. It can be a songwriter. It can be a city. It can be a continent. It can be a country where it could be for that one month, we put the spotlight on them, on that music or that city or whatever, and we'll play the music of all whatever genre that is or past and present or whatever the case may be. Spotlight playlist. So the very first spotlight playlist is next Sunday, starting with Philadelphia, the sound of Philadelphia, where it's, whether it's producer from Philly, an artist, a writer, whoever. You don't have to be grassroots from Philly, but you're someone who's from here or have a song or whatever, we're playing it. 
Holland Oaks, Patty LaBelle, Meek Mills, whatever, Gambling Huff, whoever, whoever, whenever, male, female, black, it doesn't matter, for that month, February, Sound of Philadelphia, Spotlight Playlist. And then eventually, I love you guys, and I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to turn the keys over to you guys. I'm like, here, take the reins. We'll put up a poll, and then you get to vote what you want for the next upcoming month, whatever that will be. So the poll will be up. It'll be 90s this. It'll be Cardi this. It'll be 2 chains. It'll be whatever. We'll put it up there. It'll be clap, whatever, and you guys get to vote. Um, and then we'll shout out the, we'll, you know, shout out those who voted for whatever that is and give you a name out who voted for, you know, that genre or that artist or that soundtrack or whatever it will be for that month. So we're going to you get a chance to use your uh, democratic uh, skills and you get to vote, whatever. Now, we may like it. We may not like it. Talk about Zoe and I, but we love you guys. So we'll uh, let you take over and uh, do what you got to do and, and, and do that. But up first, next Sunday, Spotlight Playlist, Philadelphia Sound of Philadelphia, the music of Philadelphia, next week here as a new playlist begins in a new month on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, amongst a lot of other little surprises, and like I said, in the month of March, we got the all-female playlist for Women's History Month, and I can literally map out the whole rest of the year going to 2022, but I want you guys to sit back and relax because there's going to be some surprises that I believe you're going to enjoy, you're going to like, and uh, even though – this whole pandemic thing, the pain in the ass and, and it delayed a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't really say I used it to make chicken salad out of chicken shit um, because I had enough time to like, all right, come up with something with the show. You know what I mean? I got a chance to complete my novel and I got the show. We got some great things ahead. You guys are going to love. It's going to be different. How y'all going to listen and maybe even view us. There's a hint there, but that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. We got the whole year. We got enough time for this dropping little hints what's to come in 2021, going into 2022. A lot of great things right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, so, like I said, top of the second hour at six o'clock, calling in live is uh, Papa Black Da Vinci calling in here NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, but until then, let's jump into some topics. Um, as always, I, I don't know. I don't purposely look for this. I don't. But I always come across a good Mike Tyson story. I just, I just find them. <laughs> here I just we find go. Them. Here we I, go. I just find them. <laughs> Is a Mike Tyson thing here? Okay, so Mike, <laughs> Mike Tyson reveals. <laughs> Mike Tyson reveals why he crossed the line during pre-fight press conferences. Now this caught my eye. If anyone who knows Mike Tyson. And you you know a sound bite or you do highlights. A lot of the fight the fight is one thing, but the press conferences is something else. You know the things he will say and do, the threats mm-hmm. and all that. You know, mm-hmm. the legendary uh, boxer Mike Tyson has opened up about his fiery pre-fight press conference during his time. The iconic fighter explained why he often crossed the line in the build-up to his fights, and also gave an insight into the mood before fights. Um, Iron Mike is undoubtedly one of the most feared men in the sports history, so much so that we knew him as the baddest man on the planet. Part of this reputation stemmed from his behavior before the fight. Excuse me, for the fights. Speaking on an episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, 
He said everything you see is real till after the fight. When talking about fighters crossing the line, Iron Mike retorted, no, I was always crossing the line. He then detailed an experience from a press conference and explained why he did what he used to do. Quote, I remember one time, <laughs> I remember one time, I remember one time Larry Holmes put his hands out and I didn't shake his hand. I was that kind of guy. I was really dark because I was insecure. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I remember that he, fight. You know, so he goes, yeah, I remember that too. And uh, it, um, so Mike Tyson explained his act. So he he explained that one, and he goes into he explains his actions at the infamous Lex Lennox Lewis press conference. So Larry Holmes, he wouldn't shake his hand. This is Lennox Lewis. It is clear to see that Iron Mike would go into the zone before a fight, and everything we saw was undulterated emotion. More, moreover, his insecurity boiling over was not a one-time occurrence, although the most notable occasion, Lennox Lewis. In the press conference, they kept the two at distance for the face-off to avoid any conflict. However, Tyson approached Lewis and started a brawl. He even got into an altercation with a reporter after that. When asked why, why, he, did, why he did this, he said, I'm a heavy dude sometimes. Thus, this showed just how seriously Mike Tyson took his boxing. He he since straightened his ways and refrained from controversies. Nowadays, he he's occupied with putting together his exhibition fights for his for the Legends Only League. It's not bad. He has revealed his desired destination for the next fight and teased his next opponent as well. However, fans was uh, uh, will not get to witness the fiery Mike Tyson of old. So. Mike Tyson, and he's admit he has admitted, and it goes on that he was he, he was influenced by some things uh, when in his younger years. And Zoe and I also know that as he got older, Michael is older now. He, he kind of matured, and he kind of looked back, and he's kind of just right. shoot from the hip and tell you the truth on why he did things the way his head was at the time, and never to bite mm-hmm. his tongue. He admit when he's when he's a total asshole or total dick or what he did. He'll tell you. Last week I told you a story when he he robbed you guys' mom from Wu Tang Clan when he was a kid. <laughs> like he he knows what he did wrong. He knows that he was just like the issues he was going through. Um, and it's good to see him grow and mature because it'd be kind of weird to see a fifty four year old man sounds like he did when he was twenty two. You're like, damn, something wrong with him. But it, clearly he matured and kind of you can see like, you know, he know right from wrong. Um, right, man. Though I don't, I don't purposely look for this stuff. But I guess since you Google Mike Tyson one time, all you these find them. Timeline, <laughs> I find them, and then you all these stories them. are coming up, and I'm like, oh, oh, let me get this one. Oh, let me get this one. You know, um, yeah. I love you. I love the Tyson stories, man. It's because it's, it's real. You Listen, said it best. He tells the truth. It's real. He tells the truth. I mean, he doesn't hold nothing in. If you if he did it, he's gonna say I did it. He's not gonna say I didn't do mm-hmm. it. He's gonna say I mm-hmm. did it. And what? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do? He's gonna right. challenge you. Right. Okay, I did exactly. it. Now what? What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> That's Mike mm-hmm. Tyson. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. That that is true. Because uh, even he'll still get, he'll still get you now. So. <laughs> He's still yes. fighting now, so he's like a better shape than more better shape than ever. Um, now, staying in the world of boxing, I think we touched up on this 
um, last week with um, it was uh, Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. We talked about Floyd Mayweather and and, and everything and, and uh, what's the guy McGregor. So with Floyd now, this Floyd Mayweather. I know you probably heard this. And Logan Paul officially postponed the, um, their fight. COVID right. and other things to blame. You heard about this? Yeah, I, I I heard about it. Um, I didn't read up on it, but I did hear about it. Yeah, so it has. It was already expected that the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul exhibition wasn't going to be happening as intended, and now that's official. It's been reported that the exhibition officially will not be happening as planned on February 20th with uh, COVID and other things blamed for the postponement. Paul was already basically said that the fight was not going to be taking place on the scheduled date, so this should be no surprise to anyone. There really might be a better time to do this in a few months or later in the year if there's more availability to get crowds into an arena, and maybe people are more actively looking to buy a pay-per-view between a retired boxer and a dude from YouTube. Nobody wants to see that. No, 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 no. And there will be people, and there will be people willing to do so. But the question of how many still remains. Fair enough, the boxing world still has someone managed to go, go on it that Saturday evening. Um, ESPN will have uh, Miguel Burchett versus Oscar Val- uh, Valdez, which should be a war. And Showtime has Adrian um, um, Broner's return, which we said we knew he was going. You and I said Adrian going to fight again. We said that he's going to fight again. Um, yep. Broner's going to fight. He needs the money. <laughs> he does. He's burning through he the money. Through. He needs the money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, Mayweather has still said and has still said and posted out absolute, absolutely nothing to his, uh, uh, to his own social media about this, almost as if he's completely disinterested in the entire thing. So he he hasn't said anything uh, from uh, Mayweather hasn't mentioned nothing, which is weird and, and unique within itself. Um. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. He hasn't said nothing, but I got something for you. So I got something mm-hmm. for you. Okay. What's that? Staying in, st- staying with Floyd Mayweather. Fifty Cent says he he fight Floyd Mayweather. Oh come on! Hey, really? I'm for that. I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So. I'm like, so, you know, 50 cents, you may be muscular and all that stuff, but you're no boxer. <laughs> you're like a Paul Logan. <laughs> so, 50 is open to setting his differences with his longstanding foe, Floyd Mayweather, uh, in Money Maze own domain. During a recent interview, um, Fifth claimed that he's willing to step into the ring with Floyd. Quote, I'd fight Floyd. He said boldly before adding reasons why the bout couldn't happen. I don't quote. I don't think I could make weight though, or he just have to let me, or he just have to let me not get down to 150. I tried. I look like a homeless person. I could make it down to probably like 180. <laughs> uh, 50 Cent and Mayweather have been at odds for years. During their B50, has issued Floyd several challenges, including infamously asking him to read out loud for charity. Uh, despite 50's taunting, Mayweather doesn't seem interested in fighting the rapper turned mogul. Instead, he seems focused on avenging Nate Robinson's loss by going at the Jake Paul's brother, Logan Paul, which is not going to happen. The fight, again, was originally mm-hmm. supposed to happen on the 20th, but it's not. Floyd also seems bent 
on proving that Conor McGregor isn't a man everyone thinks he is. Conor McGregor's loss, as Zoe mentioned to uh, Dustin Poirier last week, Floyd made it clear that McGregor is only a topic of conversation because he is white. Mm-hmm. So, 50 Cent and Mayweather, not it's not going to happen, but if even they decided, please, please, let's, let's stop making a mockery of a sport, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Let's stop making a mockery of, a mockery of boxing. Can we? Yeah, can we, can it, we it, it's ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. I'm not even, you know, I used to love, can't wait to boxing come on TV because I'm a big boxing fan. But mm-hmm. now it's like, with well, all this theatrical stuff that's going on now, you know, a YouTuber going in the ring with this person, a, 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 a MMA fighter is going into the boxing mm-hmm. world to fight this person. It, it's become so much of a mockery, and, and now it's like I'm almost not interested in boxing anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's becoming like a circus now. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's, be, it's becoming very gimmicky. It's not. It's just not serious anymore. You know, uh, I, I don't know. It's just it doesn't have that luster, that shine. We used to, used to look forward to boxing matches, like you said, on, on in certain months. On the Saturday night, you buy the pay per view, you get all amped up. It's not there anymore. The, the you know the bloom is off the rose, as they say. It's just I don't know. I don't. It's just not what it used to be. Fight night is not what it used to be at all. Um, not at all. Nah. It's, yeah, you be hyped for that. Yo, you know, you said this fight parties and the whole nine. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just changed. I don't know, for whatever reason, it's it, not it, the same. It, it, it did. It did. Um, you know, 50 cents now talking about he want to get in the ring. First off, like you said, they're not in the same weight class. And, again, mm-hmm. even if they were in the same weight class, I'm sorry, 50, you would get your butt whipped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but he would get his butt whipped. I I, I right. would have to say that. I mean, he would get his butt whipped. He's not a boxer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going in there with a professional. Professional right. against an amateur? Yeah. And I would say an amateur street fighter, not an amateur boxer. <laughs> right. There is a difference. There is a difference. You, you, it's true. True that. True that. Um, you know what? We play some music. We come back. Got a little more stuff to get into. Don't forget, Papa Black Da Vinci calling in live, uh, top of the second hour at 6 o'clock here at NYP Entertainment Radio. Stick around for that, and uh, stick around for this music. We'll be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Hey, the club shouldn't be open unless I'm in that motherfucker. Come on! Come on! Come on! Hey! What? Hey! What? It's already starting to feel like it's that time again. Okay, okay, okay. Now I want everybody to do what they know they're supposed to do. Cause y'all know who in this bitch, this bitch. Looking glamorous. Front and center. Come on. Look at here, see they climbing in tricks. Back in the spot to make a mile again, bitch. Boss rhymes the goddamn bitch. The cannon about to blow. Let the niggas know. Quick shit. Oh god no. The niggas don't flip. Spit. Smash touch. A nigga face kick. A hole. A top. Your fucking head bang. Cause I'm in love with body and shit. Like newlywed. Damn. Now is the time to be here to say. Ho ho. Hands up. Because I say ho. Yo. Turn full. My niggas let's go. Now don't you see how we got them? We here to get dough. Oh shit. What shit. You better get with us. Straight. Straight. Black. Black. Out shit. My niggas. Hey. Look. Hey, you know the way we do it? It's coming and we're about to run 
the way we kill them. You gotta love it. Don't just hit, make my niggas wanna wait. One sec, they homie was good. Bouncing on the beat like the way your niggas good. Look, now I spit, just even over Sam. And then be spitting the shit, get over niggas' hands. Never gonna end. I bounce right back and shit on him again. Sit back and watch up a nigga flee. And then I come to give y'all the shit you need. Right here. You know I come and I shit down. But don't care, I know none of them frowns. Ready to be wild and shine in my crown. And we ain't take the boom back and we define town. Brown. Crash niggas to sit back, thinking they could run. I deliver the street back, thinking what you want. Y'all know what's up here. Right now, chill for a minute. Bring the chorus back, back out. Way we kill them, you gotta love it. Gotta love Don't it. just hit, make my niggas wanna pop and I skip every time that I drop that. A lot of you trash, and you need to stop that sound. Tell me how can you not do the shit that to make the game proud? Just drop it and roll, the body gon' blaze in here. Now, do I make myself clear? Watch keep the weight that we beat them up till I'm done. Make them run, bounce, bit one. You know that everything good. Crowd in this bitch, see some help boom, uh. Uh, we about to heat it up some more I hope all of my niggas are keeping up Heat them up I will eat your food until I bleed Or until a nigga can't breathe We run sick and solar block and all of that And all of that Now I'm tired of talking Bring the chorus back Contact oh, oh. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. Don't just hit, make my niggas want Yeah, bottom and a full of facts. Mm-hmm. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Take it down. Girl, I must warn
Selling like the road is insane Lame, so better lay low Scheming on hot money and the whole shit The low throw ho should be cut like an afro So what you saying, huh? She's winning with you, but I know she's a loser How did you know me and a crew used to do her? About me a lot of sour I know that you believe in stars 
Just like stars, you know your words got a lot of power You know I'm good at reading you, I spent like 10,000 hours I must have bought you 10,000 flowers, ignoring red flags and all the bows I even bought your daughter clothes and your father clothes And I bought you diamonds even though I got a heart of gold And on your enemies we rode, I go Picasso Art War We a different pedigree, I did some foul shit across the line You seem to petty me I never gave you infidelity or tried to wreck your credibility I'm not your ex, I'm your ecstasy Methamphetamines, ain't no better me Trying to do what I'm meant to do, teach you, please you. You know, never mistreat you and treat you, you know how it goes. That down life shit. Sean Don. Let's go. I got that New York walk. I got that Detroit soul, you know. Y'all better vote for Bronco Drummer. <laughs> a black president and shit, nigga. Oh, oh, this shit fucked up out here, nigga. Ain't no work, ain't no job. <laughs> yeah, you still got bills, though, nigga. Best believe, nigga. But do it all. Yeah. What they want, homie? Yeah. They want that jump shit, that jump shit. That where you from shit, that ride around your hood all day. All I got to Monday Two bricks and one felony You going back to jail Well my cousins keep on telling me I really ain't buying all this bullshit they telling me When the government's throwing more curves than the letter C I said the letter C I guess that's for correction They trying to box me in, send me steal like a vest God damn another trial I think what's trying to punish them Send a little message out to each and one of them Real G shit Well that's really unheard of when you get more time for telling
And jacking the clothes, adolescents packing the foes. A knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. Who did it? It was me, I suppose. JD in the rolls and looters in the cut supreme. Skating down old Nat, got touched and lean. I split your spleen. As a matter of fact, I split your team. No blood on the sneaks, gotta keep it so my kicks is clean. I get the cream. Cops see me flick my beans. I'm allergic to doc prescribed and a histamine. Oink, oink, pig, pig, do away with the pork. Only silver I need a steak knife and a fork. Did you forget your fucking manners? I'm Bruce with banners. Ludacris, Johnny Rockets when I shoot the cannon. The woolly mammoth saber tooth, bitch, bite your tongue. I won't stop until I'm rich as if whites will come. I pull up in a black lotus, your plaques are bogus. So I strip them off the wall, waiting for my cue to corner pocket eight ball. You racking them up, I'm big paper like pancakes, stacking them up. In fact, I'm slapping them up. Cadillac is a truck, I can't lose with 22, bitch, that's what's up. Running in the back to fuck, better than this the aqueduct. Chilling in the in 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 Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. And parties don't stop yeah. till 8 uh-huh. in the morning Now the party don't start till I walk in And I usually don't leave until the thing ends But uh-huh. in the meantime, in between times You work your thing, I work mine I've been putting it down here since 83 Since the Lake Show MD rivalry When frozen pad ice was the place to be If you was riding, you was bumping the homie Shadi I'm the MVP, most ballin' player uh-huh. Make my own rules, bitch, call me the mayor Monday night, gentlemen's club Tuesday night, I'm up in the velvet room getting fucked up Wednesday, I'm at Stroker's on lean Thursday, jump clean, then I fall up in cream Friday, shark bar, Kaya with Frank Ski Right on the floor is where you can find me his off the heezy for sheezy. You can find me up in one tweezy. Sunday is when I get my sleep in. Cause on Monday we be at it again. Holla. Yo, 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 y
every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them bags like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome back to NYP Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. Uh, Papa Black Da Vinci should be calling in by clock live here Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but until then, got more stuff to get into. Zoe, what do you want to get into? Cicely Tyson, the pioneer black actor who gained an Oscar nomination for her role as a sharecropper wife and founder, won the Tony Award in 2013 at the age of 88 and touched TV viewers' heart in the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. She died Thursday at the age of 96. Tyson's death was announced um, by her family with her manager, Larry Thompson, uh, who did not immediately provide additional details. Um, in quote with Heavy Heart, the family of Miss Cicely Tyson um, announces her peaceful transition this afternoon, which is Thursday, um, at this time, please allow the family their privacy, according to a statement issued through Thompson. Um, this is a true pioneer, um, Cicely Tyson. Um, you know, that's true elegance, you know, um, very powerful. Um, when she spoke, you listen. <laughs> you know, whether she's on stage and she's making, you know, a, a statement, your ears was glued to it. You know, um, she was a woman who never took on the role that demeaned black women. She refused it. She refused mm-hmm. to take on roles like that. Um, you know, she's she's definitely an icon, um, a legend, and uh, she would definitely be truly missed. Um, I'm sure through a lot of people out there who knows who Cicely Tyson and, and, and the work that she has um, put out there. Um, you know, Cicely Tyson, 96, she lived a long life. Rest in peace to her. Um, you know, condolence to the family. And, um, you know, if anybody haven't seen any project of Cicely Tyson, you know, I should Google it and, and really get to know who Cicely Tyson is. Definitely. Um, she, she's been everything like from the past, uh, what, almost five decades. Um, from Sounder to Autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman, um, in in 74, Sounder in 72, Otis Living Confederate in 94, Diver Black, uh, Mad Black Woman in 05, The Help in 11, how they go with murder mm-hmm. from 2015 to 2020. Like, she was actively getting it in, even in her later years. And she's definitely an icon, a barrier breaker, a trendsetter, uh, one of the best actresses that ever did it, period, no matter yeah. what race, color, yeah. or creed. Um, and if you're not familiar with her, Google it, look up some of the movies. 
uh, busting loose with Richard Pryor. I can go on and on and on. Um, like she's been in everything. Yeah. Um, and um, definitely, like she lived a, that, a full that, life. Ninety six. That hit old, me. But, <laughs> that hit me when what? I heard that she died. I was like, wow. That was almost like when the time Michael Jackson had passed. I was like, ooh, Sisley. Yeah, that she's like somebody that you thought would live forever. Yeah. And yeah. when that news came out um, that she that she died, it was like that was yeah yeah that that definitely touched. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things where, like I said, it's it, you know there's legends and there's icons, and she's an icon. It is the difference between the two, and her work it was continues up until last year. Um, and yeah, you don't know about her, Google her. A lot of great movies. Um, she definitely can you know, teach a class on acting. She she's like one of the best uh, that have done it. And Indeed. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know she was married to Miles Davis for seven years. Um, when I was looking her up, um, she was married to uh, musician Miles Davis, and they got married at Bill Cosby uh, mansion, which is kind of cool. A good little fun fact there. Wow. Uh, back in, in 1981. I didn't know. I looked. I was looking. Through, you know, getting more personal information on marriage and kids and such. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I came across that she was married to her second marriage, uh, Miles Davis, in '81, and she divorced him in '88-'89. Yeah, and the ceremony took place at Bill Cosby's mansion, so that's kind of cool. And um, yeah, check her out, Cicely Tyson. Yeah, definitely icon. Everything. Yeah, that if you study any type of film. Acting, whatever, no matter what age you are, you gotta do a couple of Cecily Tyson films. Doesn't matter which one, mm-hmm. even right. from the past, even currently <clears> on <throat> some of the TV shows. She like she's a class act when it comes to acting, and um, definitely like she lived a full life, ninety six years old, man. We, we all hope to live that long, you know. Um, yes, yes. Not not to not to continue to bring the show down, but this happened also this week. NBA reporter and analyst Sekou Smith dies of COVID nineteen. Sekou Smith, an NBA reporter and analyst for more than two decades, has died COVID nineteen. He was forty eight. Smith worked with NBA TV and wrote for NBA dot com since oh nine. Quote: We are we are heartbroken over Sekou's tragic passing during the sports. Uh, which broadcasts and operates NBA TV and NBA.com, and said in a statement, his commitment to journalism and basketball and the basketball community uh, was immense, and we will miss him. We will miss his warm, engaging personality. Smith covered the NBA for more than 20 years, including 11 years of return to sports, which like which like CNN owned by Warner Media. Well, the NBA mourns the passing of Sekou Smith, a beloved member of the NBA family. Uh, Sekou was one of the most affable and dedicated reporters in the NBA and a terrific friend to so many across the league, uh, NBA Commissioner David Smith said in a statement. Uh, <clears throat> Sekou's love of basketball was clear to everyone who knew him, and it was always shine, and it always shined through in his work. Our heartfelt condolences go to his wife, Heather, and their children, Gabriel Riley and, Cam- and Cameron. Smith started his career as sports reporter and, and clearing 
the Clarion Ledger in Jackson, Mississippi in 94. According to his LinkedIn profile, he then worked four years at the Indianapolis Star in Atlanta Journal-Constitution before joining Turner Sports. Beloved, and, beloved and the basketball community, Smith's death on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant, passing just one year ago, received numerous tributes from players and coaches alike. Um, Taku was definitely loved by everyone. Mark Jackson, uh, Sam Van Gogh, Charles Barkley, everyone shared their love on social media for Saku Smith, who, again, passed away at a young age of COVID-19. Um, mm-hmm. Again, like I'm familiar with the report because I watched the NBA, and I, I know exactly what it was. And right. When I seen his name come across the, the taper <clears throat> on the news, local news, excuse me, local news and online, I was shocked, and but it goes back to what Zoe and I have been saying on the show in terms of uh, COVID nineteen. It's, it's real, no matter how you feel about it. You know, it's it's taking lives, young, old, and whatever. Um, and yeah. here's a gentleman no who's name. still young. Yeah, gentleman who's still young, um, married with you know with kids, and, and took him too soon. So, um, condolences to his family, fans alike of his reporting. And uh, like I say, guys, just to stay safe the best way possible. I know it's a pain in the ass. Just keep the mask going and practice the social distancing and so forth. And uh, we'll downline you as a normalcy. Wash your hands and everything else on your body. Uh, we'll we'll get back there soon enough. Um, what else? So what else you got? Kanye West reportedly facing thirty million dollars in lawsuit from nearly one thousand Sunday service members. Allegedly. Uh, West Sunday yep, Service Choir is going going from working with Ye in the pew to challenging the multi-time um, Grammy Award winner um, in a court of law. According to page six, nearly 1,000 Sunday Service members have partnered um, to file two class action lawsuits against um, um, Kanye, uh, the Yeezy founder over a number of issues from late or mispayments, mistreatments, um, broken labor laws, and more. The lawsuit was originally filed in Los Angeles Superior Court last summer, but details of each allegation are beginning to become public, per the UK Sun. Um, The performer and crew had legal rights to overtime wages and should have been classified as employees, not independent contractors. One singer, um, Michael Pearson, reportedly said in court documents he was paid a flat rate of $250, regardless of the number of hours worked, and had no meals or restroom breaks, and was forced to stand or sit on the ground all weekend during one performance. I'm sorry, you ain't going to force me to do none of that stuff. (laughs) I'm sorry, for $250? (laughs) To stand, mm. no bathroom break, and sit on the ground? Oh, no, 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 no. Jesus, you ain't, you ain't God. Uh, additionally, <laughs> the suit alleges Ye defied numerous California labor laws while hosting the Hollywood Opera event um, dubbed um, Nebuchadnezzar, Nazar, uh, I know I botched that, in 2019. Numerous Sunday service choir members and staff allege they weren't paid on time or at all, denied overtime, meal, and bathroom breaks. 
Gay performed with the traveling choir and crew frequently in 2019, having shows at churches across the country as well as releasing two albums, Jesus is King in June 2019 and Jesus is Born on Christmas Day 2019. Last Christmas, the choir released a five-track EP titled Emmanuel. The latest Sunday service lawsuit comes on the heels of Ye going on the offensive in court after former Yeezy intern Ryan Inward allegedly shared unauthorized uh, photos of upcoming apparel release on personal Instagram account. Okay, that's something different. But um, <clears throat> I wish him well. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, yeah, yay, um, Yeezy, whatever you want to call yourself nowadays. Can't put people in 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 conditions like that and not compensate them. Mm-hmm. Not compensate. Yeah, them? You, that's that's it, a, that's a little harsh. If yeah, if this is all true, the allegations are true. Like you, you come on, man, you got to be a better person than that, a better boss than that. Um, people there to you know help you and work with you. Um, you gotta give them better accommodations. You gotta be a better. Just you gotta be better all the way around. Um, hopefully this is not true, um, but if it is, you gotta get your head out your ass and do better with others. You gotta, you gotta do better because you know nobody wanna work with you if you keep acting like that. If you keep being this way and treating people like you're better than them and not have to take a, a bathroom break or whatever, it's come on, man. Um, but Kanye's in a role because. I'm going to piggyback off of that because Kanye West goes off on Chance the Rapper in an unreleased video. Mm, uh, Chance the yeah. Rapper and Kanye's friendship turned hostile <laughs> at one point. Dame Dash uh, has shared never-before-seen footage of Chance visiting Kanye in Wyoming while Ye was finishing his album last July. Um, in the 30-second clip, Chance can be seen calmly approaching Kanye before Ye gets up and starts screaming at him. However... It's unclear what triggered the outburst. Sit your ass down, listen to the album, or leave, Kanye appears to tell Chance at one point. In the documentary, which has since been removed from YouTube, Dame Dash explained that Chance was there to check on Kanye's well-being. Quote, Chance, because of what he was reading, um, he became, he came through just to check Kanye, said Dame. They, uh, quote, they got into it, but they worked it out at the end of the day. Chance was Chances there, but just to be a friend. Chance reportedly flew to mm-hmm. Wyoming to talk to Kanye, following his bizarre behavior last summer, but Ye was apparently not having it and lashed out. But Chance was not addressed, or has not addressed the video. He did like two tweets that may provide more context into the situation. Um, this was around the time Kanye was dealing with his public struggles with bipolar disorder and claimed that his wife, Kim Kardashian, and mother-in-law, Kris Jenner, tried to have him committed to a mental institution. Justin Bieber, De Chappelle, Dame Dash also flew to Wyoming to visit Ye. Chance has shown his loyalty to Kanye in the past. In July in 2020, he uh, shared his support for Kanye, ill-fated presidential bid, only to receive backlash. Quote, and y'all out here trying to convince me to vote for Biden, shaking my effing head, he tweeted. Y'all trust Biden more than y'all trust Ye. I think I understand why I just don't feel the same way. The, the, the ultralight beam collaborators 
were also planning a joint album that has yet to be released. They were scheduled to mm. start recording the project in their hometown, Chicago, in the summer of 2018. Cole Kanye was like my, like my first image of a free black man in the industry, and I've just always loved him for that chance to Windy City Live in the 2018 interview. Love his music, love his creativity, love his voice, love his fearlessness. Working under him, working with him on his album is crazy, unquote. What do you think, Zoe? Um, you know, we said on the show in the past that, you know, Kanye, um, definitely in need of some help. He's definitely in need some help. I mean, you know, you got somebody coming out there to check on him, especially when he's at his low, you know, um, with all the problems that he's going through and he's coming out there to check on you and then you lash out at him. It's definitely a a huge problem there. You know, he Mm -hmm. needs to get help. You know, again, we're no doctors, so I can't diagnose him. So we're not going to do that on this show to diagnose him, but we do know that it's, you know, there are issues that he's, uh, or demons that he are facing that he needs to get some type of help. If not, he's just going to get worse. And and we don't need to see anything tragic happen to him, you know, of self, um, you know, destruction. We don't need to see that, mm-hmm. you know, because he, he's a talented guy, talented artist. You know, he has a lot of work to do, you know, a lot of work to put out. But this is not good. <laughs> this is really not good, the things that, that is, that's going on with, with him in his life. You know, um, he can't you know, shun people out of his life because his life is in the spotlight mm-hmm. for everybody mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Chance the Rapper is a better man. You know, he stuck, he stood there because I've I seen the video. You know, mm-hmm. um, the sound was kind of low on it, so I couldn't really hear, but, I, you know, I, I saw the video and Chance stood, stood right there. He didn't walk away. He didn't, you know, but you know, respect the chance. You know, he came out there as a friend to check on his friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they hashed it out at the end. You know, <laughs> but he needs he needs to 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 seek help. Well, I think at the end of the day, I think Chance knows Kanye, and he probably knows one of those you know guys that have a volatile friend who. Quick to like snap, but he probably didn't like whatever, dude. You like right. you do this all the time, type thing. So that's probably why he didn't blink twice. He probably like this is this is him. This is how he is. He'll go up and down one minute, and that's probably why he didn't even snap. Like whatever, whatever, man. I take it the grain. Of, I'll take it with a grain of salt on how you you screaming at me or whatever. Um, and right, it may know this is why I'm out here. Just to see, you know, why are you acting like this from time to time. Um, he apparently. Uh, you know, caused some concerns with a lot of people. So they went out their way to go to a very secluded part of Wyoming to physically and verbally talk to him just to see if he's cool. You know, um, and they didn't have to do that. You know, doing I said all the time. You know, you know, people like they don't Chappelle's and Bieber and Chance and, and Dame Dash and probably a few others didn't have to do that during a pandemic. Go out their way and risk their health to go check on you know check on someone. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, that's love right. and, and, and friendship, and it is concern. 
And like I said, looking at it, Chance ain't flinching. It's just like, whatever, dude, that type of thing. Like, this is, yeah. I've been yelled at. I'm sure that's not the first time Chance has been yelled at in general, let alone by Kanye. So it's like, I mean, he knows him pretty much well. Like, whatever, he has one of those little outbursts. He'll get past it. We'll be cool again. And that's exactly what mm-hmm. happened. He had a little outburst, and then it, it became cool again. And Chance, Chance took it like a G. Like, I ain't going back with you. You don't want to look like a fool screaming for no reason. I'm not going to be out here screaming. You go ahead and scream. We'll get over it, and then, you know, we'll get, move on to the next thing. So, um, right. You know, at the end of the day, like I said, when it comes down to Kanye, again, we're big fans of his, and if need be, if there's help to be tended to, then he, he should he should get it. Uh, but I can see the I see the um, the reason for concern. I, I get it uh, and understand that. You know what I mean? So he he got enough support around him from what we see, and we'll, we'll see what we'll find out, and uh, we'll see what happens. And um, that's you know yeah. that's it. Uh, uh, should I? Yeah, I will. Okay. So Little Wayne attends Tori Lanez video shoot day after uh, presidential pardon. Shortly after receiving a pardon from the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, Little Wayne emerges like a phoenix from the ashes to work on a new video uh, for a new song with Tori Lanez. Last Sunday, Tori Lanez uh, shared a uh, Share via Instagram a clip from a video of the set where he was filming for this new single, Big Tipper, with Lil Wayne and Mel Lee. Oh, let me say that wrong. Uh, Wayne is seen dancing in a pink hoodie while wearing a backwards baseball cap as a woman lies in front of him naked on what appears to be a stretcher or a hospital bed. In the caption for the 13-second clip, Lanez point out, out how the video shoot, shoot took place after, right after Wayne secured a pardon while waiting sentencing after pleading guilty to a federal firearms charge in 2020. Quote, first day after the pardon, my N-word came and did my video for, for hashtag Big, Tick, Big Tipper featuring Melee, Melee, however you say it, uh, the Toronto artist captioned a, a portion of the IG post. As the caption continued, uh, Lynette expressed his gratitude towards a 30-year-old father of four, whom the rapper Crooner says has supported him in the past. Lynette could be referring to the collaborative efforts him and Wayne have been work- have worked on prior years, like Talk To Me remix featuring Weezy, Rich the Kid, and DJ Stevie J. I will never forget the tremendous love you showed, you showed my tune, uh, quote, Lynette. Although Wayne has has never publicly issued a statement regarding Tory Lanez's current legal issues stemming from the shooting incident involving Megan Thee Stallion, Weezy F Baby isn't the only rapper working with Lanez during this time. After Lanez announced the release of a new song and video featuring the Baby earlier this month, Megan defended the billion-dollar Baby Entertainment CEO after fans began dissing him on social media, accusing Baby of playing both sides. Megan suggests that the collab between the Baby and Tory Lanez was old meaning it was made prior to her and the North Carolina native making their hit Cry Baby, which appears on the debut album, Good News. Man, must be good being pardoned uh, from uh, Agent Agent Orange and you dancing around like nothing happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? stay out of trouble. That's all I have to say is, is, is stay out of trouble. 
Because you you're not going to get that part in again. Oh, you're no, not going to no. get it again. Gonna, so, um, nah, they're going to come at you harder this time. They're going to they they make yep. an example out of you. They definitely of course. New Sheriff in town. Of course. They ain't playing no games. <laughs> uh, so you got a new sheriff in town who built. <laughs> exactly. Hey, call you on the air. Built prison and the other one radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> call you on the air. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah you're on the air. Yes, we can. What's going on, oh, man? What's up, bro? Doing? We're blessed, man. I'm kind of walking in the. I'm kind of walking in the mall doing a uh, doing another interview all at the same time, so bear with me. Oh, oh wow! Multi- <laughs> multitasking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a manager. I'm a manager as well. And my artist, he just got a record deal and shit. So we're doing some oh, double interviews. Oh, okay. Shit. Oh shit! This is what we're talking about. We're gonna get started then. Start with you, well, brother. Like tell everybody I'm about Papa Black and everything. Oh man, Papa Black Vinci. Seattle, Washington, uh, entrepreneur, uh, rapping for a little bit. Uh, just just been putting myself in position for a long time. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to finally hear me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. And um, and you you coming out of Seattle, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The unknown So what's tab- the scene? Where, yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say that, man. I don't really think it is. Yeah. Oh man, we uh, we we stay low key. We a little different over here, you know what I'm saying? But we 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 just just like every other city, you know what I'm saying? Every place got their right. good spots. Every place got their bad. And I come right, from the right. fuck around area. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> you, so what 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 got know. you started into to wanting to get into hip hop? Who was I, I it that influenced you to to, to you know to get into it? I realistically, I mean, let me put this nigga name. Yeah, this nigga name is as far as industry wise. I mean, I'm gonna go with the right. greats and say Tupac, Snoops. I listen to Underground West Coast. I'm from the Northwest, so we was raised off Underground West Coast music. So I listen to mm. niggas like Sebo and and Looney Coleon and just a lot of different guys. You know what I'm saying? Then when I got into the mainstream, it was Tupac, it was Biggie, it was Snoop, it was Jay Z. Uh, I loved Rock Kim when I was a youngster. I'm from the West Coast, but I loved Rock Kim a lot uh, coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was influenced by a lot of different realms of hip hop, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And managed to just kind of make my own and stay true to myself and my sound. Right, right, right. right. And uh, we also um, see that you um, used to do promotion work as well. And you just mentioned that you're a manager as well. But um, tell yeah, us I mean, some I'm of the promotion, you know. I'm a black entrepreneur. I mean, I've done a little bit of everything. When I got, I did, I did a penitentiary stint uh, back in 2004. Got out January 2nd, 2006. Uh, when I mm-hmm. came home, I had to try to kind of find a different route and a different focus from what I was offered. And uh, I got into met, met some guys that was working in the promotional field. Um, they they kind of gave me the uh, way to uh, just bridge the gap. You know what I'm saying? Be, and be able to get into the industry in a different type of way, working with the city a little bit, working with the club right. owners and different things of that nature. You learn all the securities and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So it was like a different route for me. I was like, oh, this shit's hella different. Let me fuck with this. Right. And I, I like to travel, 
and I got when I go to different clubs and different places, you know what I'm saying, it's always about the stars. And we didn't really have mm-hmm. that in my city at the time. So it's like mm-hmm. I just want all the clubs to have stars in the club. I want I want mm-hmm. all the clubs yeah. to just have stars in there and, and be popping and then take advantage of that me being an artist. Okay, Seattle don't really follow behind nobody until they got the got the throne already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't they don't follow you on the on the come up, they follow you after after the fact. And that's just me keeping right. one K. Okay? So right. yeah. I see you also co hosting with little with Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only I'm the only dude to bring Cardi B to my city ever. I'm the only wow. promoter, only event coordinator to, yeah, ever. Right right, right before right, she right. really, 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 really I was like it was like two thousand sixteen. It's like right before she really, really topped off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. And she, you know, she came. She, she came. I hosted a birthday party and shit. She came for my birthday and we vibed out, had some fun. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It was good energy. And uh, she, she, we, we got a famous uh, little. We went viral that night because we had a big ass fight in the club and a bunch of shit. Seattle got a show out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. right. Like million views overnight, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, we went viral that night. She said, Seattle, something's in the water. You niggas is crazy, but I love that shit. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? She likes yeah, the energy out here. But nobody ever managed to bring her out here since then. Right. And I'm also the only person in my city to have Nipsey Hussle and YG on the stage at the wow. same time in my city. Mm. Get out. Nipsey. Wow. That's what's up. Rest in peace to kids, Damn. man. That was a great dude. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Had a nice relationship. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so um, just being connected was, to the industry like that. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead, brother. Go finish. finish no, I was just saying. I was just saying, being being connected to the industry like that, it gave me a little bit more of an ins and outs of how the music industry works. And it was like, okay, mm-hmm. niggas like to rap in my city and shit, but don't nobody really know the music industry, the business side, how this shit really works. The business side. And doing the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and doing the shows and dealing with the managers and building relationships with managers and shit like that. It showed me, you know what I'm saying, the business and you know how this shit really works. And it's like, okay, right. Mm-hmm. This might take me a little longer because we don't got that funnel over here. You know what I mean? But let me keep doing the shows and let me keep building relationships. Over the years I got with Jim Jones. That's like my big mm-hmm. brother now. Um mm-hmm. kinda like a business partner at the same time. Um mm-hmm. music with him. Uh, Done music with Lil Baby, Rich Homie Kwan, Kevin Gates, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I do music like, I just do the music for the love of the music. I'm a hustler still. Right. I'm still doing shit that niggas can't talk about, you know what I'm saying? You just got to listen to my music to know what I'm really about. Because I'm not just going to talk right. about it like some of these other niggas do. But, right, um, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm right. just keeping it 1K, you know what I'm saying? I, I I'm, just, right. I'm just feeling this shit here. And I'm yeah. just fighting this <laughs> fine line, you know, you're fighting the fine line, you're trying to make your life the right way, you know what I'm saying, so we on the mm-hmm. transition stage, you know what I'm saying, the things right now, you know what I mean, and that's just where mm-hmm. we at with it, it took a long time to get here, but we finally kind of here, and I'm feeling like we're going to see some light, you know, you can finally see the little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, so it's like, you know, it's real. Right, right, that's what's up. Um, tell everybody about Wrong ID. Oh, man, that's just my love for the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? That's me paying yeah. homage to Uncle Snoop, me paying yeah. homage to Badass, rest in peace. And I got a personal relationship with the actual singer on the hook, Cocaine. And yeah. he's on the he's up here in Northwest. He's out of Seattle right now. 
and me and him didn't have a relationship for a while, and I sent him the record before I got done with it, and he was like, man, let me do the let me do the vocals for you on the back ends and da-da-da, and let me bless you with that and give you the green light. I was like, fuck yeah, you know what I'm saying? So let's do it. Let's push it and make it a little nice little single and shit. And just yeah, something for me to, because everybody's like, re, everybody's redoing this, new, the new the new kids, they all redoing a lot of the 90s music and shit like that. That's what they're doing right mm-hmm. now. The 2000s, early mm-hmm. 2000s shit, they're redoing some shit. So it's like, okay, let me mm-hmm. pay my homage because this is what raised me, you know what I'm saying? So it was most mm-hmm. definitely moments when it was fresh out. And them, them songs, some of them songs that Snoop got from Last Meal and shit like that got me through some bunch of shit, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to pay my respects, you know what I'm saying, and give a shout-out to my big nigga. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what I can. That's now, 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 you say you manage. Now, you know, you you said that you manage, you have an artist. Um, Tell us about the artist that you're managing. Oh, my artist, Jay Loud. He the next to blow, man. I'm an old nigga just rapping just because I want you niggas to hear me. And... I'm kind yeah. of guilty at this shit. <laughs> untapped market over here. I mean, we're un- we're untapped market over here in Seattle. So there's a sound that's just never really been heard, and there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. never even got a chance to really find that sound. And I feel like I really mm-hmm. have found my sound, and it's mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, this nigga rap. He don't really do the auto tune, but he can. But he rap. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a it's a like a old to the it's an old to the old, but still a new sound at the same time. So it's like brand new for everybody's ears. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as far as Jay Loud go, Jay Loud 317, you can follow him on Instagram and shit, Jay Loud 317. Uh, we just got him a deal with Asylum. He's a young, just turned 21 years old. Um, they just mm-hmm. got a new president over there at Asylum. Shout out to Dallas Martin. Um, and we made some went, made some things happen. Me and my partner Taj Taj King, and uh, we we got him a deal. You know what I'm saying? So working up under that umbrella as well. So it's just like I said, building the connections and making everything make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't gotta worry about going in first as long as somebody on my team going in. You know what I mean? Right. And everything else will pan itself out. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. in the meantime, I just push myself. I continue to make music. I continue to drop hits. And when that one hit pops, that's just when it'll all kick off. Then niggas can just go back mm-hmm. and look at the portfolio mm-hmm. like, ooh, he been kind of here already. And they they right. can revamp all that old shit for me. It's going to be new for somebody else. So that's just where I'm at. There right. you go. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, like, uh, is any um, project in the you coming up with you like tell everybody about where they can find you on social media or anything like that? Oh, man, y'all can find me on every platform. Um, I'm Papa Black Da Vinci, all one word, P-A-P-A-B-L-A-C-K-D-A-V-I-N-C-I. That's on IG. Uh, you can do the Twitter thing, Boss Like Da Vinci, B-O-S-L-I-S-E-D-A-V-I-N-C-I. Uh, Facebook, Papa Black Da Vinci Music. I'll be on that clubhouse thing, fucking find me. You know what I'm saying? All this <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we, yeah. we, we, we can make a club together. You want to make a club? Let's make a club tomorrow. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be the moderator now, of all this shit. <laughs> Straight up. Now, but yeah, now you, you said with like your music, you find me on every platform. Go ahead. Yeah, you said with your music, you paying homage um, 
to, you know, all the old school acts, you know, like the Snoop Dogs and all. Now, what do you think not, about not, not, the not music? Ne- of not necessarily today? with my music. Not necessarily with right. all my music, because I feel like my music okay. is me. But with this right. new single specifically, I was paying homage to the West directly. You know, right. it's a West Coast production. You know, I used the old school West Coast hook and, and came my route on the verses. You know what I'm saying? But that was me paying homage okay. to them with, with that single. My music is it's kind of all, a little bit of everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But I I just call it soul trap music. You know what I mean? Like I'm real soul gangster. Like I'm still talking my gangster talk. I'm still talking my hustler gotcha. talk because I'm a real hustler. You know what I'm saying? But it's a little bit more refined. You know what I'm saying? You can hear the message between the things that I'm delivering. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just talking out my ass and everything I'm talking about is all real life and things that I feel gotcha. me or things I've really been a part of and all the shit, you know what I mean, through the experiences of life that we live. Um, mm-hmm. The music today is it's influencing. I love this shit. I ain't never hated mm-hmm. on none of these young niggas. My artist, my artist's only 21. How can I fucking hate? And he going to be the GOAT mm-hmm. one day. That's no capital. That's like me not even yeah. capping. I'm a rap artist and shit, mm-hmm. but he sing and rap and do all the shit. But I love mm-hmm. the melodic. Everything is melodic. As far as the only thing I don't like, I could be 1K. That's something that I say mm-hmm. over here. Uh, yeah. I don't like how it seems like the roles is changing in the music. Mm-hmm. The women is rapping for real. And the men have to be melodic in order to actually sell it. Mm. If they're not mm. using auto-tune being melodic, then right. it's not selling. That's the diff- Like I said, that's the difference between me. Is I got a rough, like, I don't know. I, my voice has been compared to DMX at times. Certain not my delivery and nothing like that, just the McGruff sound, but there's still a harmonic right. sound that DMX comes with, you know what I'm saying, when he wants to harmonize on a on a track or whatnot, mm. you know what I mean? But um, I'm, I'm a rap artist, but the, the, the sound today, you know, it, and it's a, it's, it's a little off, you know, everything is off. Like, if, if this was 20 years ago, it would be like, nigga, you can't rap, you're a beginner, but the beginner sounds whatever that off type of, but it's on, but they just might be saying something slick and saying the right slang for right now that's popping, mm-hmm. and that shit just booms. If they put they, they, they voice in the right key on auto-tune and they really know what they're talking about a little bit, boom, you know what I'm saying? You, you got a ready-made money go-getter, you know what I'm saying, with that sound right now. Um, right, right. But uh, I don't I don't feed off that auto-tune sound or the, the drill bop because everything is about the cadence and the delivery and the bounce, then, you know, the drill sound is more repetitive. So everybody that does the drill rap kind of sounds in a way, you know, everybody sounds similar because the delivery mm-hmm. is the same. I'm saying it's just that's, like, that's, they that's story, the problem they that I have. It's going to be different. Yeah. Right. That's the problem I have with the music uh, um, industry of today. You know, a lot of artists is, is so much trying to sound like the next artist rather than trying to sound like themselves, you know, like, you know, Years ago, I would agree you knew you. who was yeah. who was um, um performing. That's now you life. can't tell who's who. You you know what's funny about that is I was on a panel on Clubhouse, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I'm listening to the I'm, you know I'm listening to the judges. You know we're on a music panel and shit, and they respect my opinion on certain aspects, whatever, whatever. So I'm a moderator at the moment, and they're listening to all the music, 
on some music that's whack where a dude didn't really know how to use the auto tune that I thought and like, oh, you need to go back in the booth. You know, it just sounds like you're trying to sound like everybody else that I thought. I'm like, oh, okay, they they right. they're giving real opinions. Boom. Then somebody else come on that really know how to use that auto tune sound or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, that was popping. That was. I'm like, that's exactly. He just know how to use the sound that's popping right now, but. That's exactly the same sound that's popping right now. It sounds like everything else. So it just it just confused the shit out of me. I was like, but y'all just told the dude that was he just didn't have the sound mastered that went mm-hmm. before. So his, you know the key of the auto tune might have been off or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Or, you know he just wasn't in pocket on his shit. And you know right. the song probably not that wasn't wasn't overall that good, but the the advice that you gave him was polar opposite from the advice you gave the other dude that actually uh-huh. knows how to use the sound. You know what I'm saying? I was like, mm-hmm. that, oh, that right. was a great song. I'm like, but it sounds just like everything else that's popping, whether it's a little TJ or a boogie with a hoodie or whatever, whatever. It's just like you niggas is trying to sound just like just the sound instead of making yeah. your own sound. And you, you know, like I feel like, you know, some, some niggas know how to use the auto tool. And bring out their vocals, their voice, versus trying to emulate something else. Because Jamaicans, you've been using auto tune for fucking fifty fucking years, and nobody really know. And them niggas all sound different in their own fashion. They got their own certain cadence the way they do. Herbie Hancock been using it for years. (laughs) See what I'm saying? Like Movado sounds like Movado, as far as Mm Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? That sound goes like there's no distinguishing all these sounds like something else like it's just certain things where everybody's kind of emulating whatever's just popping instead of trying to come with their own and just tell their story instead of trying to tell everybody else's story right 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 yeah that's true you're right about that man right about that um yeah the music we're gonna hold but, you but i'm, I'm influenced ahead, by the music no no i right. don't want to cut you off i was just saying I'm, influ- no. I'm i'm over some of these dudes is really great at what they do and I'm most definitely yeah. still influenced because a great song is a great song or something that make your head move is something that make your head move. And you can't lie and to that fact right there. When some of this shit come out and you just get to moving, it's obviously yeah. popping. However, they're using yeah. their voice, the, the auto tune or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So, but That's go true. ahead and say what you were yeah. going to say. I hear you. Now, what I was saying to you, now, cause, uh, I know you're busy, man. I want to keep, keep um, hold you up too much longer, but, um, what advice would you give? I'm sure you're giving you, you know um, the new artists there, but other artists that are listening, male and female alike. What advice would you give them about the industry? Uh, don't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, always be willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and just don't fucking stop moving your feet. Mm. Always keep doing something. Like there you go. There can't not in in this in this day and time, there can't be a moment of standstill. You don't always be having to make a video. You know what I'm saying? But keep your content up. You know, make sure they're seeing you. You know, do the blog. Make sure they know about your real life so they can get connected to you and all that shit. Like you gotta you gotta stay busy. Like letting these people and these you know there's certain things that you keep to yourself, obviously, but. Overall, to, in order to really boom and grow, you gotta let these people see you moving. And that, that's, that's the best that's thing. That's how you I do it, motherfucker. Keep keep them feet moving. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, Papa Black, we're going to hold you. Um, any shout-outs you want to do before we let you go? Man, shout-out God, man. God keep keep everything in motion. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. free walking around on a $100,000 bill for the last two years. Because of COVID, mm-hmm. I'm still walking around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping it, you know, once again, I'm keeping it 1K. I've been, been mm-hmm. fighting for a while to disperse from a certain type of lifestyle to really, really mm-hmm. uh, ex- accept the, the, the new direction. In order to accept the mm-hmm. new direction, you got to cut a bunch of the bullshit out and take this other shit mm-hmm. real, real serious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. And just, just stand the fuck out the way and growing. That's what this shit is all about. I tell everybody yeah, I that. to keep growing. And, 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 uh, Shout out, shout out anybody that's listening, you know, and anybody that go follow me and leave me a message and listen to my music and download my music and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what it's about, building the fan base and yeah. keeping it organic and shit. So shout out to fans. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Respect. Definitely. Um, yo, anytime, brother, you, your artist, we'd love to have you back on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Alonzo and I would love to have you, you know what I mean, chop it up and, and, and everything, man. Just let us know. Oh man, it's coming next, man. J Loud three one seven, man. Instagram Papa Black Da Vinci, T A T A B L A C K D A V I S C I. I know it's a mouthful, but you know it's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, man. Yo, man, appreciate it, man. Like I hope we hear from you again. Like you and your artists come on, but man, your music is banging. We're about to play it in a few minutes. Appreciate you taking the time out for us. Oh man, I'm listening in. I appreciate the love, man. Straight up, shout out, motherfucking y'all, man. And YPA. Thanks, man. Yeah, bluff, bro. Thanks, man. Love. Talk to you soon. All right, man. Be safe. I'll stay up. All right, man. All right. That was the Papa Black Da Vinci. We're going to play his music. we come back. Got some more stuff to get into right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. You want a fresh one? Two slaps on the floor. I want everybody to get the wrong idea about me. I don't have time for Apologize for feeling how I'm feeling. I just hiked it out of bitch, hustled out of feelings. I just broken down a nine, didn't even think to sell a zip. Or the caps and fists, single raps in my lips. You can't define my grit. The definition of the shit didn't have a pot to piss it. Window to throw it out. Of. I was swimming through the drop when a nigga couldn't get no powder. Now a nigga on his hot face. I sour, pack that shit up till I got a delivery in an hour. Adore my bitch, so I'm a Christian Dior. I embellish the pussy, so I'm a keep it kicking order. Bitch, you fucking with it. It was all a dream, manifested in a quarter Triple beam, balance beam, to the digital scale Now it's designer drugs, finished in the package to mail Yeah, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea about me I'm a black flag flicker in a man's cap. Certified hot step a stiff or my bitch. Keep a look, you don't gotta reach far folks. Call a nigga Bay Addle Bridge and it's on the basis. Big down a tape. I get it out the table. He a crest nigga, know they going happy, baby. LA 20 fucking with me, going crazy, crazy. I'ma get to Chalupa and get it banging, 
gangster. Got my girlfriend developer banging out of strength and proper preparation. Preventing nigga from poor performance. On my sixth front line, I'm moving forward. Now I got a couple of homies that'll move you forward. Move forward. I get you good up. I don't wanna shut up. Homies make you left up. Nobody believe in me. I had to hustle. Always had to put my last dime on my grind. Nobody believe in me. I had to hustle. Always had to put my last dime on my grind. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea about me. I don't have nothing to hide.
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Block Talk. Uh, shout out again to our guest, Papa Black Da Vinci, for calling in live here uh, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Uh, Trey Songs arrested after altercation with a police officer at the AFC Championship game. During Sunday's AFC Championship game between Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs, Trey Songs was involved in an altercation with police at Arrowhead Stadium. Songs was eventually arrested. With trespassing, resisting arrest, and assaulting a police officer. Uh, mm-hmm. Songs is currently, uh, at the time, uh, Songs uh, was, a current, was currently on a 24-hour 20 20 hold and was released Monday morning. Um, from the video, it, it, it shows that something happened where security came up to him, words were exchanged, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they got a little physical. And they put uh, songs in the handcuffs, and you know, now I didn't get the, I don't have the details of what exactly was said. Um, I was more shocked at the fact that he was in Kansas City watching the Chiefs game. <laughs> I was like, he was in the AFC game in Kansas City. Like, <laughs> I was more shocked, like sitting in the stands. I was like, he was? He was just sitting there, like, but um, I couldn't get my mind wrapped around that. I was like, damn, really? But they arrested him. Um, I seen the, the video, and he got real physical. And, and um, but yeah. if he was there at the game, how did they get him on trespassing? That's what I'm baffled about. I, now I, I don't want to say he snuck in. I don't know if he came through the back door or he, or he hopped over the fence. I don't know. I don't know if he was supposed to be a section he wasn't supposed to be in or something. Then maybe, maybe so. Maybe he was invited by question. one of the players or something, and he could have been there but didn't have permission to be there. And, uh, it, you know, more details should come out, you know. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's possible. We never know. But, uh, I was more again, I was more shocked at the fact that he was at the AFC game in Kansas City. Like, he was just sitting there, like, chilling, like, in the <laughs> stands, not, like, sidelines. He was just in the stands. Like, right. chill. I was like, like, okay, well, we'll find out more details to come. Because I'm sure there's going to be a lawsuit from him to them to Arrowhead Stadium's security for what took place. So that should be interesting. Zoe, what do you want to get into? Yeah. Wendy Williams dropped a bombshell on Thursday, January 28th, when she told DJ Suss One she once had a one-night stand with Wu-Tang Clan legend Method Man. Allegedly. She claims they had the late night. Um, they um, they had the late night at her New Jersey penthouse and quote I guess I batted my eyes and rocked my shoulders you know how I do and I said you want to come over and he said yeah people didn't even realize at the time it was Wendy and one of the biggest stars the leader of the biggest group in the world just left uh, got in her Pathfinder and went back to her penthouse in in Jersey City where she bathed him in her jacuzzi tub and smoked more weed you you know that was back in the coke days Um, I don't remember what he did how do you not remember what he was she was coked up (laughs) I don't remember what he did Um, I'm not going to implicate him on that she just implicated by saying this (laughs) Uh, but anyway, 50 cents being 50 cents, he couldn't help himself from clowning meth 
for their alleged night of passion and posted a unflattering photo of Wendy Williams bending over in a bikini with the caption, the fuck kind of weed um, made you do that, blood? LOL. Oh, no. What the fuck going on? That's what um, 50 put on there. And um, he put a picture of, yeah, it was an unflattering picture of Wendy Williams bending over, you know, what unflattering looking body. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, you know, she came out and said that, you know, that back in the days, Wendy Williams and Method Man, they, if I remember, they had a fallout where Method Man couldn't stand Wendy Williams. It's like they were going at each other, you know, um, um, back and forth. I think she had made a comment about, um, you know, Meth's wife when she was ill, um, mm-hmm. going through, you know, the chemo. He mentioned it on there, but he didn't respect her for that because she put it out there for everybody to know, and he didn't want that. He said that nobody knew that she was sick. Nobody mm-hmm. knew that she was sick, and 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 at the time when she was on radio, she went out there and she put it out there, and he said that he didn't respect that. He said, if you're going to attack somebody, attack him, not his family. He said, leave his family out mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I agree with him on that. So from then on, it was an attack on Wendy Williams attack, and it was just a back and forth thing. So this came to a surprise when she came out and said that they had a one night stand, and it's like, when did that happen, <laughs> and why, Wendy of all people? <laughs> it was like, no. Um, I mean, there, you know, there's that's her side, and then there's his side, and then there's yeah. the truth. Yeah. And. I'm waiting and for him to come Wendy, out with the. Yeah, I mean, Wendy Williams. Uh, actually, quite frankly, like she looked a little better then than she did now. Like back then, she didn't look that bad. She looked all right. Now, because she did so much work to herself and she did so much things, it just took you know, it just got whatever. Um, and then what's the point of bringing that? And what's the point of bringing that up now? You know what I mean? Like big deal. You had a one night stand. I'm sure. Yeah, plenty of them. With a lot of if there's things. truth to it. And I, <laughs> yeah, if there's truth to it. You know what I mean? Like, and if I'm 50, if I'm 50, if I'm 50 cent, I, 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 you living in a glass house, dog. Cause I'm sure there's some there's some Jones that you knocked off that wasn't very attractive themselves. You just didn't put out there on Jump Street or they didn't say anything. So stop sitting up there clowning on people because I'm sure your resume is not that spotless, homeboy. I'm sure there's a couple of dogs running through Queens who's itching to tell their story that you ran up in them on a Saturday night when you was bored. So, yeah, chill out. Cool out, dude. Really. Um, but, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, he act like he always throwing shit at somebody like he's squeaky clean. Like, nothing rolls off. All the time. He's with that shit. All the time. All the time. Like, dude, like, shut the fuck up sometimes. Like, dude, shut up. That's like a damn child with social media. Um, but, like, the whole Wendy Williams thing, like, what's the purpose of you bringing that up now? Like, really? Like, okay, you did. And what? Okay. And your point of bringing this up is because you have one night stand. I, okay. You want a cookie? You want a, you want a huge applause? Like, I, I, okay. So what? That was in his past. And I'm sure if it happened at all, if he remembered that it happened at all. Um, but that's just what she do. Controversy creates cash. She likes to be in the spotlight, and she likes to say the most outlandish things that she can to keep the spotlight on mm. her. That's what she does. 
whether it's a lie mm-hmm. or not, this is what she do. That's her MO. That's her rise to the top. That's just who she is. And then yeah. she yeah. and then she'll throw herself under the bus so nobody won't attack her after she says some shit about other people. That's what she do. That's who she is. No. I know you know, I'm not a fan of hers, you're not, and I'm sure people listen to her, but that's just what she does. That's her MO for a lot of years. No. You know, what are you gonna do? What's up, bro? I have a story here that that's mm-hmm. gonna that's gonna be mind boggling to you. Um you you're gonna be at amazed at listening to this. Okay. Little Uzi Vert wants to put a multi-million dollar diamond on his forehead. Yes, I said it. A multi-million dollar Goodbye, he wants Hanzo. to place on his Shut forehead. Now. <laughs> and, and that's our show. What you... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Let me finish reading this. Go ahead. <laughs> Little Uzi up, Vert yeah. has spent the past several years throwing down numerous racks on a rare diamond. Now that he's finally paid it off, the silly rapper plans to get it placed directly on his face. On Saturday, January 31st, um, the rapper hit up his Twitter timeline to share his excite- that how excited he was to get the pink diamond. Uh, in his string of tweets, Uzi revealed that he began paying millions on for the all-natural diamonds after... Uh, he first laid eyes on it back in 2017. He asserts that the diamond itself costs more than um, the current assets in his possession from his home to his Bugatti. Good Lord. Um, I've been paying for a natural pink diamond from Elliot for years now, Uzi tweeted. This one stone costs so much I've been paying for it since 2017. That was the first time I saw a real natural pink diamond. A lot of MFs, um, um, a lot of M's in my face. Um, yes, my Bugatti can't even pay for it. All my cars together plus home. This took so long. Now I get, now I get this, um, now I can get this money. On the internal, a take rapper wrote on another tweet. Later on, Uzi also revealed that the diamond contained at least ten. Um, to 11 carats, and that it's the biggest purchase ever. The jeweler Elliot, um, aka uh, Elanti, aka uh, Avion, aka Elanti, has provided numerous custom made chains and other jewelry to celebrities in the past few years. Um, I'm looking at this diamond and you know, I, when he said he paid so much money for it, I'm thinking that it was going to be much bigger than what he's posting on this picture here um, um, on his forehead. Now, he might have been joking about planting it on his forehead, but if he's really serious about planting this on his forehead, I would say that, you know what, this show is shut down for good. There'll be no more NYP Entertainment Radio <laughs> because this will be, this will takes it, takes the cake, but Again, the amount of money that he put down on this diamond, why? 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 And then he posted. There's a lot to unpack here with that. Um, A couple of things. I I noticed how you emphasized silly when you said that. I take a little tone to that, and I'm sure everyone else does. (laughs) Silly like that, number one. Number two, 
<laughs> he's not he's not on the spotlight playlist next week because of that. <laughs> I was thinking about it until you read that article about the stupid ass yeah, diamond. I said no, no, nope, I'm not putting him on the list. <laughs> I'm sorry, Easy Burt fans out there, he's not going to be on it because his stupidity of even thinking whether this is true or not, even if he was joking around, the fact that he was thought by wasting your hard-earned money on some shit like that to put on your forehead because you want to be a, a, a jackass, I'm not putting you on this pre- prestigious spotlight playlist for Listen. my beloved city. F that crap. That ain't happening. If he, said, if he says this costs more than his home and his Bugatti um, this thing here, and he puts it on his forehead. Brother's gonna be coming for his head. He better have not just bodyguards, but police escorts everywhere he goes because he's going to get robbed. Somebody's gonna get him just to snatch that off his forehead. You'll be foolish to do something off. like that. You know what? I would not be surprised if he does it. Just, just for again, it just draws attention. Um, you know, people like controversy creates cash, and people like attention. And I would not be surprised if he if he does it because he's bored and he wants to and he can and the whole nine. Um, I'm I'm embarrassed and I'm ashamed as a as a local Philadelphian that this clown came from this city and he's gonna do that stupid shit with that stupid ass. Diamond. No, don't be embarrassed. Um, don't be embarrassed because of him. He just yeah. you know that's no, who he is. Listen, you could have, you could have. Look at it. He's not repping Philly. <laughs> he just lived uh, there. He's not repping it. You better not. Well, he ain't on the list, so he ain't on the fucking playlist. I ain't putting that. <laughs> hey, yo, I literally, literally had him. Like, oh, this guy, uh, and reluctantly because I'm not a fan, but I would put him on there anyway. And as soon as you read that, I said, nope, I'm taking him off because that <laughs> fucking stupid stuff you just said. And I'm like, no, you clown. No way. You put you wasting your money on that? Like, come on. Like, why? What's the purpose of that? What's the end? What I was going to say. What's the end game? You do it and now what? If he does it, if he decides to, I'm just saying. You do it now what? You I mean, get it when, when you think about it, it's a good investment, but what are you going to do with it? You can't put it on your head. If you're thinking of putting it on it, you're a fool. You can't put it on any of your body and walk out there unless you have a um, uh, entourage of police officers and bodyguards around you because knowing him he'll put it on a ring or whatever he's going to put it on his forehead and all and he's going to walk in the hood like it's nothing like nobody's going to touch him I have to, I have to disagree with you it's not a good investment is putting money towards real estate putting your money towards a little bit of stock options that's just some stupid shit right there hands down period use your money wisely Use your money wise. Because you just said it. You get it. You barely can wear it. You just, you just have any help people to stare at it. Like, that's just like, really? You can't wear it. You literally said it. But he's the type of guy. But he can resell it. He can resell it for millions. If he didn't want it anymore, he could resell it. Mm, why bother? Just put that shit to or something else. But he would wear it in the hood. I can see him doing that. I see him doing it. If he goes through with it, yeah. he's walking in the hood with it. And he'll be on Instagram Live while he's doing it. I lie to you not, he would. Walking around. Now, he won't be stupid enough to be by himself. He'll have a fucking army of cats around him with guns and shit. But the fact that he's doing it, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. He's going to do that. Uh, you know, uh, shit. 
I don't piss you don't piss me off with that article. That's just it's not a, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I saw that article, pissed. I was like, oh, this is gonna throw you off right there. <laughs> I, I, I get mad when people just like blow their money on stupid shit and just, it's, you know it's just like, dude, like really, it just doesn't. It's not sound, not sound advice uh, at all. Uh, yeah, I can do this real quick. Okay, so Conor McGregor sidelined for six months after brutal breakdown. You know about this? No. So unless the Never doctor says otherwise, it. mixed martial artist uh, Conor McGregor cannot fight for 180 days following this beating he took in the ring Saturday night, the hands and feet of Dustin right. Poirier. Um, he who, um, the Irish fighter who left out of the ring following a surprising second-round knockout in Abu Dhabi uh, was handed the suspension as part of USC protocol meant to protect, uh, meant to protect its combatants. McGregor reportedly sustained injuries to his right tibia and fibula. The physician would have to x-ray the 32-year-old brawler's lower leg before he uh, can climb back into the ring. Um, Poirier, Poirier, I don't butcher the name, the American fighter who kicked the life out of McGregor's shins before finishing him off, Mm -hmm. has also been ordered to rest one week to to nurse his wounds. Uh, Irish mixed martial artist Conor McGregor, um, we compromise his um, representative. We compromise his leg, and he has and he was in a bad position earlier, just from the repeated yeah. leg kicks. Um, McGregor Took said him out. one of his legs was completely dead during the competition mm-hmm. on Fight Island, where the UFC hosted fights during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Yeah, dude, just just that, that's the time for you just to chill, fall back and chill. Retire. Like you might have to call it a career. Yeah, it's just it's just chill. No, 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 um, no Floyd Mayweather shit. None of that. Just just fall back, retire, call it a career, and do something else. Because you go back in there after 180 days or a year from now, bad things, brother. Bad things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Worse than this. Worse than this. Call it quits. Tap out. No pun intended. Tap out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tap out. I, I would. <laughs> Forget that Manny yeah. Pacquiao fight that you're looking for right now. Forget it. It's a done deal. Yeah. You got millions. You made millions. You're doing, um, I believe, well with his 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 liquor. I believe he, he has, has a whiskey. liquor out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his whiskey. Um, he's doing good with that, and you know, just you don't need to fight anymore. He's a listen. Just let it he's go. A personality. He could do a commentator for um, UFC MMA. He's a personality. There you go. So he he could definitely mm-hmm. be a voice, a commentator, make his money that way, and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there you go. I agree. Uh, let's get ready to wrap things up. So let's do the shout-outs. Yes. Um, shout-out to our guests. Shout-out to Kyle. Shout-out to everybody who continue to follow us. I know we're pressuring on time right now. Um, hit us up, NYPA Entertainment, spell out entertainment at gmail.com for new topics, any music that you want to hear. Hit us up at that um, uh, email. NYPA Entertainment Spell Out at gmail dot com. Yeah, shout out to everyone near and far, New York, Philly, Hana Hana Associates, uh, our guest Papa Black Da Vinci. Check out his new single next week. Spotlight playlist premieres. Except little little Uzi Vert's not gonna be on there. All Philly playlist, all showers. That little Uzi Vert ain't gonna be on there. And that stupid ass diamond that's not gonna be on there. But real <laughs> musicians and artists. Live here 
on the show, and I might have a little special guest here next week. Stick around for next week. Be safe. Keep your mask on. Social distance yourself. Love one another. See you next week. Right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Show's over. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music. Paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more, I drop to my knees. Tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind terrain I've never seen. Tell me, Lord, why isn't me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company. I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living. They know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left battered and bruised Choose, these niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man The show is over.